Well, hi, everybody, and welcome to Anti-Bullying 101. This podcast is designed to create awareness about the bullying epidemic and provide teachers, administrators, parents, and even students information about the dangers of bullying and why we have to take a comprehensive approach when dealing with the problem. My name is Jim Burns. I'm your host. I'm a retired high school administrator with over 40 years of experience in education. Currently, I'm a college instructor, and I've designed the Bullyproof Classroom, a graduate course that provides my students with permanent help, not temporary relief, as they battle the bullying epidemic. Enjoy the podcast, everybody. Well, hi again, everybody, and welcome back to Anti-Bullying 101. My name is Jim Burns, and I'm here to help provide you with some strategies, techniques, uh, anything at all that will help combat the bullying epidemic. I've been in education for over 43 years, and I have seen what bullying has done can do to a child, a teenager, even an adult. And quite frankly, there has to be a way out. I don't necessarily see one just yet, but I think with a concerted effort on all our part, on all of our parts, I think that we can come to terms with the fact that it is a problem And we need to start encouraging and teaching greater respect. We need to teach and encourage greater responsibility. And we definitely have to work with our children and probably do some work on ourselves as adults as we raise these children and helping them become kinder, more considerate, and more loving of their classmates, their schoolmates, and anyone that they come in contact with. It's just as easy to be respectful and kind as it is to be angry and nasty. And I think that that's something that our kids definitely need to know. And often I get questions about how do you stop a bully? How do you stop him? And every kid needs to have a arsenal of defenses and they need to be able to develop some type of resiliency when they are confronted by someone who is a bully. 
Now, young children, when they start school, don't have these skills. They may not have been taught these skills in the home. They may have even come from a home that's filled with anger and bitterness. They may have come from homes where their parents were bullied as children and never overcame it. There's a host of different reasons why a child doesn't have the skills when they come to school to deal with bullying. And they need to be taught this. And the biggest step that a child can take and that parents and teachers can teach the kids is to give them the language that's necessary to defuse a bully right from the start. To have the language necessary in their arsenal. And this isn't something that comes naturally. This is something that needs to be taught, it needs to be learned, and they have to have the ability to have the right language when they're confronted by a bully. And young kids, when they start school, when they start school, have a very difficult time managing that, and then the parents get involved, and teachers get involved, they start blaming the bully, and the bully should accept blame, there's no question about that, and they don't take the time to teach their children what they can do in order to deal with angry and confrontational children that are in their class, and then ultimately as they grow older, how to deal with angry and confrontational adults. If the language is not given to them, if it is not, and I'll use the word rehearsed, they will not have the, the necessary language on the tip of their tongue when they are confronted by a bully. Now, I have taught over the years a technique that's called fogging. Fogging is a way of diffusing a struggle and making a person believe that what they said is of no consequence. And there are certain things that children can do when they are confronted. There's no question about that. And I'm going to be attaching to the episode description a link to a YouTube video. And the presenter's name was uh, Brooke Gibbs, where he does a presentation on fogging, which is spot on. And I want you to watch that video. But there are things that kids have to learn how to do, not only to deal with um, someone who was confronting them, but also to help them 
raise their self-esteem, build their confidence, and help them move forward without the fear of someone giving them a hard time. And this takes work. Adults need to learn this. Some adults need to learn this because oftentimes what happens, adults don't set their boundaries very well and they allow other people to say and do whatever they want to them. And this leads to them developing anger and bitterness. And ultimately, they take out that anger and bitterness on their loved ones or other people who they are not so intimidated by, and they end up bullying someone else. And the same thing can happen to children. If they don't have the language, they get angry, they get bitter, and they start to take out that anger on other classmates who are easy to bully. This is where a victim can become a bully. And for the next few minutes, I want to share with you some techniques that we can use or some language that you can help children use to help them stop a bully. And it is something that I think if you just listen up and try and gain an understanding of what I'm saying, you'll be able to use some of this. The idea here is for kids to be able to stand tall, have resiliency, and not be intimidated when someone makes an off-color remark or tries to bully them. Now, for young kids, one of the things that they can do right off the bat, someone makes an unkind remark to them, and this is how you're teaching them just to form a small boundary, you can have them say, stop, knock it off. That's all they have to say. Is the other person going to stop and knock it off? Probably not. But in reality, what that, per what that victim is doing is building a small wall around themselves and they're communicating they are not going to be, they're not, they don't like what was said to them. Very simple. Stop. Knock it off. That's all a young child has to begin to say in the very beginning to help stop a bully. The next thing. Young children once again. And as a matter of information, my daughter used this all the time. She used to say, that's not kind. That is not kind. That's all she said. That's all she said. Someone said something to her that was offensive, and I'm talking about at four, five, six years old.
That's not kind. Very basic, very simple, but communicating that she or the uh, or a child did not like what was said and was not going to put up with it. And it could have been said to her or it could have been said to someone else. She didn't like unkind words and we have to teach kids. We have to give them a menu of kind words where they lift each other up, not tear each other down. Another one, I don't like those words for young children, bad words, bad words get said. They might be stupid, they might be ugly, they might be big nose, they might be, who knows what young kids say to one another, but they certainly have developed the ability to pick on one another. And by the way, the picking is nothing more than them exhibiting their anger in another way. They're angry about something that happened, either in their home or maybe they were picked on by somebody else. So what do they do? They start using bad words towards other people. They start looking for the weaknesses and the differences in other people because they feel weak and they feel different. Very basic statement, I don't like those words. I've often said that everyone is responsible for five areas. Thoughts, words, actions, attitudes, and motives. What we have to do is help kids develop good thoughts because what they think they'll say and what they'll, they say, they will ultimately act upon. So when negative comments get made, if there are enough good thoughts within the being of that child, he can say or she can say, I don't think like that. That's not the way I think. You may be picking on someone else, but I don't think like that. I think that person's a pretty nice person. They're kind, they're caring, they're respectful, and I like them. So I don't think like that. That's another one. Let's move into self-esteem a bit. I like myself. And the only way a child begins to like themselves is if they are told about their good qualities. And maybe even know, I love myself. If they get enough feedback on what they've done that's right, Always remember, we are nothing more than a compilation of what people have said to us, what people have done to us. And if there's enough positive feedback in a child's life, what will happen is they will begin to think positively of themselves. This is a key.
and they have to begin to think that they are they they're, they're pretty smart that they can do things they're not incompetent they can bounce back they um, I can handle disappointment this is all part of positive self-talk that when kids are involved with it what will happen is when they get confronted they're not going to feel intimidated or torn down because why they like themselves next one i have courage i have courage here's the point that i'll make kids don't have to be brave all the time. There are things that I'm afraid of. But I do know that I have to be brave at certain times, maybe for two minutes, maybe for five minutes, where I have to be brave. Encourage your students to believe that they can be brave for two minutes at a time. That's all they have to do. Be brave for two minutes at a time. They don't have to walk around feeling brave all the time. Certain things they're going to be afraid of. But when they need the courage, when it has to come way down deep, from way down deep, all they have to remember is just for two minutes. And that will make a difference in how they begin to look at the confrontation that they may have with someone who is a bully. This next one you can use with adults or children. Very basic. And you know, if you're a teacher and you get confronted by a parent who could be a bully, and they go into a tirade or they become irate, Hey, I'm not used to being spoken to that way. This is another one. This is another one that when taught and when carried through adulthood, what will happen is they will begin to realize that people aren't going to speak to them that way just because they set the boundary and they said, I'm not going to be spoken to that way. This is what kids have to be taught. Another one, I'm responsible for myself. Sure, people are going to say things to me, and I'm responsible for my response. I become responsible. So if they look at the situation, if you can help a child look at the situation in terms of what they can do rather than what someone is doing to them, they will begin to adopt a problem-solving mentality and deal with things that they believe are their responsibility. This is what kids need. This is critical for their survival 
in this world which is becoming more and more bitter and angry and violent and I can't even tell you how bad things can become. And it starts with one person. And if we want change, we uh, the line goes, we have to be the change that we want to see in the world. Next one. I will not allow your words to hurt me. In other words, there's nothing you can do to me. You can say what you want. I know who I am. I will not allow your words to hurt me. And this needs to be communicated when a child is confronted by a bully. Look at you could you know you could say what you want, but your words don't hurt me. And walk away. That helps them build that confidence. And bullies are looking to hurt. So the bottom line is, you're not going to hurt me. Here is an excellent one. We get two kids in a room where there has to be some type of an apology given. And the bully extends his hand in a very, very uh, reluctant way and they shake hands. You know, and of course the victim is expected to accept the apology. Hey, I accept your apology, but don't let it happen again. That's what's known as an aggressive acceptance of an apology. You make sure, you help that child make sure that he, the, the bully knows that this type of thing cannot happen again. I accept your apology, but don't let it happen again. Children need to understand that they can't stand by and watch other people get hurt. So you help them understand that they will not be a bystander, they will be an upstander, and they will do what they can. And I'm going to go over how uh, other kids can help rescue a victim from being bullied. Not in this podcast, but I will be doing it. I will not be a bystander. I am not going to watch this go on. It is too painful for me to watch someone else get hurt. And it should be painful. And I, I am not going to stand by and let someone pick on somebody else. I am not afraid. And this is something that kids have to... See, in order for a child to help develop the ability to stand up, they have to rehearse and go over. And sometimes it's not always going to work out well, but the minute that they, they, can, they get the feeling that they did a good job, it worked out well that time, maybe it didn't work out well yet, maybe the bully's continuing, but if you can help them come to terms with their own fears, with their own fears, 
and ask them at a young age, ask them, what are you afraid of? You will help them connect their mind to their heart and they'll start to develop that courage that we just spoke of a few minutes ago. The next one, I am capable. I can do it. I can handle it. I can manage it. I'm going to be able to take care of myself. I have the language. I have the ability. And I will take care of this. This is where you want kids to end up feeling capable. And the other one is I am connected and I have friends. So whatever a person may say to them, they still know that they're connected and they have friends. And you have to work with kids to help them understand friendship. You know, and at a young age, you can, two kids can meet and all of a sudden, they're best friends. Well, they're not best friends yet. So you have to help them understand acquaintances and how you're going to see people maybe once in a while and how the person who you believed was your best friend maybe was playing with someone else that day. See, but you want them to feel a connection. The first connection that kids have to feel is with their family. If they can feel connected with their family and they know they can go home and they can talk to their family about things that went on in school, it'll be far easier for them to get connected to other people because their family is teaching them that connection. And I am loved. And I can love others. I have the ability to love people, understanding that love is not an emotion, it's an action. And we show love by being kind, respectful, caring, helping others, and doing things, doing things that will contribute to the edification of another human being. Now, I have just shared 10 things with you. 10. This is a product that's called Comeback Cards. That, and I am going to put a link to these Comeback Cards in the episode description. You can click on it and you'll get taken to the store. These cards can be downloaded and they can be posted all around a classroom. Right now we're in virtual classrooms. You can download these, this product and you can send it to your students. It's a one-time purchase, five bucks. You can send it right to your students. And you can begin to work with them virtually online with every one of the things that I just shared with you. We need to give kids the language and we need to help them develop 
their self-esteem through it all. When they're bullied, we have to help them feel as if they can manage it on their own and we have to help them realize that they are more resilient than they ever thought. One last thing, I'm going to be posting a link as I shared how to stop a bully. It's by a, a gentleman named Brooke Gibbs. It's a YouTube video. It's only seven or eight minutes. I would encourage you to watch this video. I would encourage you to watch it. It'll give you some of the language that kids can use when they are confronted. And it's a technique that's called fogging. And we may need to do an entire podcast on that as well. The comeback cards will be listed in the episode description. Teach your kids what they need to do, what they need to say, and how they can begin to feel good about themselves regardless of what anyone is saying to them. You have been listening to Anti-Bullying 101. My name's Jim Burns. I love my listening audience. Thank you for listening. Please continue. Go to Anti-Bullying 101 and please subscribe to the podcast. We have uh, an episode coming out every week. I also have another podcast that's called Trauma Stories where I go over traumatic events that have affected other people. And if you'd like to be on that show, send me an email, traumastories1955 at gmail.com, and we'll get you on the show so you can share information. And Or if you'd like to send in your story, I will read it on the air with your permission. I'll have all of that in the episode description, all the links that are necessary. Once again, my name is Jim Burns. Thank you so much for listening to Anti-Bullying 101. 